Hey, what up, geeks? It's Matt. Uh, just coming in and checking in before this episode. I wanted to let you guys know that we had some technical difficulties during this week's show, and we were not able to use the raw audio um, from the original recording, so we had to pull the audio from our Twitch stream, which isn't that great to begin with. So I'm going to go ahead and apologize beforehand. I appreciate if you guys are streaming and downloading the show. I really, really appreciate all of your support. Also, too, I want to thank everybody who followed our Instagram page this past week who has subscribed to the show. And if this is your first listen to our show, I just want to let you guys know this isn't the way the show always sounds like. Um, Go to our previous episode or any other episode before this one, and we're going to have much better audio quality. So, again, I apologize beforehand. Um, It is a big episode, so I still wanted to put it out because we were reviewing uh, The Suicide Squad, which just came out. So please, please um, forgive us this time around. We will be better. We will do better next time. And hopefully this is a rare instance where you get the audio uh, sounding the way it is. So again, I apologize. And I also want to thank you for downloading our show. So on with the show. All right, everybody, it is the Geek Out Freak Out Podcast. We are back. I am Jeremy, your host. And your other host is here as well, Matt Salgado. How are you, sir? Matt Salgado. <laughs> hey, let's start with the heavy. It doesn't quite, it doesn't quite work with the Rob Van Dam arms. Matt but, Salgado. Uh, yeah, we are back after a week off. It's good to be back. Um, let's, let's just cut it right from the get-go. School starting we are dads. We had to go buy school supplies. We forgot because we are forgetful dads. Um, I'm pretty sure we both. I know I've been clinically diagnosed with it. Um, I'm pretty sure you believe you have it. But uh, I ADHD. do have ADHD. Yeah. And I do have short-term memory loss. Um, it's super bad. But uh, yeah, got it done. Uh, we both did the same night within an hour apart of each other. We didn't even know. And yeah, so getting our kids back to school, it is back to school. So to all the parents who do listen to us, and if we do have students that are listening to us for whatever reason, I am so sorry. Um, why are you listening to us? But thank you. Thank you for the download. Thank you for the subscribe. Thank you for the stream. And thank you for watching us on Twitch if you're watching us on Twitch. Yeah. Thanks for all that. Yeah. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at GoFo Podcast. Check us out there. You can interact with us in those places too. And Jeremy is looking mighty fine in that blue shirt. He's got that Ric Flair in the background. He's got a Peloton because you know he works out every day. I get the alerts on his on my Apple Watch day in and day out. It says Jeremy has completed uh, all three rings. Let me tell you something. And speaking of rings... Uh, didn't uh, wasn't like Ariana Grande? Yeah, like seven rings thing. That's not even the hot. That? I mean, that wasn't even the hot uh, information, <laughs> the hot news that I was going to lead with. But yeah, let's go for it. Uh, there's Ariana Grande's just, in Fortnite. I felt, I felt, I just felt like it was. We had a good, we had a good go, like a good riff there. We had a good like flow. Speaking of rings, let's talk about seven of them. Let's let's look at some buttholes. <laughs> I hate you. Let's talk about chocolate starfishes. Did you get to watch the Fortnite concert? Did you get to watch the uh, I saw part of it. My kids okay. were on it, and I poked my head in. I was like, ah, that's cool. Giant Ariana Grande. They, uh, so they, I don't know if this was happened the last time, but I wasn't aware they had opening acts. Uh, so like, there were like two different like artists at I the beginning of it, and then it kicked into like Ariana Grande's um, her concert. So I, I did do I took I took part in it yesterday, Friday. 
um, right? Me and you were actually talking on the phone. I got home and I jumped in like immediately because it was pretty cool. And I wanted to get that sweet, sweet XP, baby. Hey, uh, I don't have the battle pass, so yeah. I'm looking at uh, our activity feed, and last time we were on here, my daughter lost a tooth. And, uh, yeah, the last time me and just, you were together on the show, yes. Just so everyone is aware, um, she lost two more, so I, uh, the tooth fairy money, we need them subs. Bones are literally falling sub, out of your daughter's face. Sub, We need people to sub. Um, Jeremy's daughter is losing bones out of her face. Yeah, I didn't so. know that they did that either, that they did open That's weird. That's weird. Well, no, I'm just talking about the amount of teeth that your daughter has lost since the last She's dream. She's at that age where they're just... They're just going to pop it's out. Time. Literally, yeah. Her head is so big, they're just popping out now. And like, she's not even messing around. Like, it's not like, oh, it's loose? She's like, okay, cool, it's loose. I'm going to go yank this some bitch yeah. out right now. And it's not like, hey, a, I'm going to let it fall out on its own. Like, she'll be in the bathroom. I'm like, god damn, you taking a shit? And she'll come out with just blood. She's like, hey, I got it! I, I, I think I had a baby tooth, like, up until I was, like, 14... And I was like at the dentist, and the dentist just like went and like it was just stubborn, and it did yeah. not want to come out, and it was just like stuck like yeah. up there. And the dentist was like one day just checking me because I was wearing braces, and uh, he was like looking at me like an overview. He was like, "Yeah, oh, I'm just gonna yank that out." And he just like didn't even like tell me. He just like boom, got it done. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, "Oh, thanks." No numbing you up or anything. <laughs> didn't even tell me anything. Didn't even ask me if I still wanted. He's like, "Oh, that's a baby tooth." I was like, "Yep," popped it out. Yeah, that's funny. Good times. You ever swallow uh, one? No, I never did. I, that, I was always, I had a fear that it was always going to happen. Like I had it happen while eating a ham sandwich. Like I remember like, as a kid. Was that a bone or was that? Yeah, like it was. It wasn't like super tough, but it was like, and it wasn't like ham, like sliced ham. It was like you know, they my parents made a ham, and so I was eating like the chunks of ham in a sandwich, and I was like, oh shit, that's like gristle or something, and then. Huh. I have. I think I looked at the the sandwich and there was like blood on the bread. And I was like, "What the fuck just happened? <laughs> Who murdered this pig? Did this pig just get murdered?" It was fucking. I didn't order mine medium rare. Medium what the rare. Fuck? <laughs> That's awesome. I, That's I didn't hilarious. get. I don't want rare ham. Uh, I, feel like, is... I feel like rare ham is something that you would pick up in a video game for. <laughs> rare ham. Where is? Did you ever lose a tooth at school? I don't think so. I don't know. I remember I lost a tooth in elementary school one time, and the the nurse gave me like a little. I remember everybody who would lose a tooth at school would get like the, the little, little tooth necklace, yeah. the little tooth necklace, and then you would wear the necklace. I got it once. Got it once. I don't know if yeah. I did or not. Maybe I did. I don't know. Yeah, I that's probably. I remember I, what never, I did yesterday. Never, never really remember. Like I never lost it like in a weird place, like where I was. I, I lost it once at the park because I was eating pizza, and I remember I was like eating the pizza. I had a loose tooth, and then it came out like at the park. And I was like, oh cool, lost lost tooth. I got to hang on to this thing the entire day. So That's I can funny. get some five dollars. Get that five dollars from the tooth fairy. Was that your standard? Was five dollars? Yeah, my first tooth I think was like ten dollars. My, I mean, we were poor, so we couldn't well, afford. Last the week, tooth fairy wasn't very rich. Last time when <laughs> when the one came out on stream, um, she uh, tooth fairy forgot a couple days in a row, and when I say a couple, I mean like three or four the tooth fairy maybe. needed to wait for so, that direct deposit to hit it was no it's just tooth fairy starts to play video games after everyone goes to bed and passes out on the couch yeah. within like five minutes of the loading screen lately uh -huh. so uh she got like 10 bucks so <laughs> i was like uh we gotta kind of make not this bad. up because she's she's bad. a little upset and disappointed i was like we gotta pay a little we gotta pay out a little bit more here the tooth fairy's uh, backed up there's a lot of teeth falling out of people's heads yeah i mean shit happens yeah. um i blamed it on her though 
I was like, you keep putting it in the far corner one, the one that you actually lay on, because she's got two pillows. I was like, if you put it on the one closer, like maybe she can figure it out. <laughs> it's, it's your fault. Uh, it's coming up. Yeah, so hot news. Coming up a reasons. Coming to reasons. You're good. Hot man. news that's happened while we were gone. Uh, what the fuck is up with Fred Durst? Let's hot start with news that. Hot geeks. Um, <laughs> yeah, Fred Durst looking like what? Grandpa? Like he's grandpa looking Durst? like a creepy old man in the park. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is happened? That, is that, do you think that's really his? Is that his hair? Do you really think that's his hair? Do you think he, it looks like he's wearing a wig? I don't know, but I know he's that gray because I've seen pictures of him with like the chin strap beard. He, it's like as long as mine, him. and it's gray as shit. It's like he white. Been, he's had that gray beard for a long time. I think even before, um, I think uh, when Chocolate Starfish came out, I think he already had a bit of a gray grayish beard. Um, but he'd always like pretty much shaved his head and you yeah. never saw his head. I always just thought he was bald, you know? I like, mean, that, that might be the first time in life he's ever been out of the house without a red cap on. It looks like it's been like the first time where he's, yeah. Did you watch a Lollapalooza performance? I did not. No. Yeah. It's very interesting. It's a very interesting performance. I saw him teasing people about like whether they were going to play, I can't remember which song was it. Was it um, rearrange? Yeah, they start. They start it, and then they go into something else. Um, did you see the video of fans trying to bum rush the Lollapalooza gates, and they tore it down, and they just jumped over the gates to get in? No. I yeah, it was. So it's so fucked up because there's just a giant group of fans. They just bum rush the fence and tear the fence down and make it into Lollapalooza without having to pay, and the police only stop one person. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, a guy with what prosthetic leg. <laughs> like, he's, like, kind of he's jogging up, and then just one cop steps guy. in front of him and just goes, stop. It's like, man, that fucking poor dude. Like, yeah. you guys, like, he's the one guy that you stopped? Like, you sons of bitches. I think it was a tweet, actually, and I think I had shared it. I'll share it on the GoFo as well. That's funny. Um, poor fucking guy. Uh, what else? What else is big in news? Um... Disney's having a big breakup with Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. That's fun. Uh, Scarlett Johansson sued Disney over taking Black Widow to, um, to Disney+. Plus. Yeah. And I get it. I kind of get it because their contract states that it was supposed to go exclusively to theaters. And she gets a cut of that theater money. She uh, – it's, it's – all of the major, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. had this contract, Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, all the major players in the movies, the starring actors, had this contract. And by putting it to Disney+, Plus, they took away from that revenue. And it performed, it underperformed in theaters. So I get it. I mean, you, you told her one thing and then you delivered something completely different. So if, you, if you're on your way out and you know you're not returning back to Marvel movies, why not? Fuck it. Get your money that you were promised, at least. Uh, WB took the opposite approach, though, when when they went to their streaming. They apparently paid their lead actors upwards of $200 million each to, to compensate for that lost uh, box office revenue. But Disney apparently did not did not restructure any of that for anybody and didn't yeah they didn't change up there so because i wondered the same thing it was like you know wb went this route so what's happening with their actors and then i saw an article like two days later it's like yo they like they paid out a lot of money to their actors because they knew this was going to happen yeah i mean it's fucking disney like you've got the money pay the woman yeah instead of being petty about it it. and then uh kevin feige 
is on board too. And he's like, fucking look, like you guys screwed her. Take care of it. He said it, he yeah. was embarrassed by Disney's response to it. And Disney's gonna do everything in their power to keep Feige happy because they don't want that. They don't. They, oh, don't yeah. def- they definitely know he is. Um, what makes Marvel uh, work as if far anybody as anybody like, is a cash cow and, for them? It's him. And, I mean, and now they have him involved in Star Wars, so it's like yeah. you know you definitely want to keep him happy because you know the one thing missing from Star Wars has been that consistency with the films and the filmmaking and the storytelling. And you need that person there to, to, to kind of keep everything in line. So if Foggy's unhappy and I'm going to be totally honest, I could care less who wins in this. Um, it's rich people fighting over money. Yeah. Um, and I don't care, but um, I wish it was someone smaller fighting for their money, comes, like a more less known actress fighting for their money because i'm always gonna go against and i am not even the biggest fan of scarlett johansson i mean she's definitely i think rubbed a lot of people the wrong way but um at the same time too i do see the point where it's like if disney has gone against what they said they were going to do they should definitely honor um uh and, and pay her um sort of i guess um uh, what she would have made, you know, and, and let's, and we got to be honest with ourselves too. Like, Black Widow wasn't gonna make a ton of money. Like, we all, I think, yeah. even Scarlett Johansson knew that. Um, so she was gonna rely a lot more to pad that bank account with ticket sales. Um, I get it. Like, she's not hurting for cash. She's not. She's not. You know, living in an alley. She's she's doing good for herself. So, do I feel bad for her? Not in the slightest, but when it comes down to it, um, yeah, pay your actors, pay them, pay them for the work that they do, and pay them what you promised. And you know, you're gonna keep Feige happy, so it's gonna it's gonna go it's gonna go Scarlet's way, whether they um, take it to court or whether they settle out of court. And I think they'll probably settle. I don't I don't see Disney yeah, going to court. I'm sure they're gonna, gonna settle. settle. They're gonna meet halfway. Which is um, crazy to me that they already tried to stand up and be like, Nah, fuck that, son. When yeah. they I mean, a corporation's MO is like, you want to keep this as quiet as possible. You want to shut it down. Let's move on. Yeah. So, uh, so Scarlet and Disney breaking up. It's, it was a good run. Um, but, you know, it's, it is what it is. And this is probably the, I think, the ugliest breakup there was. And it was before Disney was involved. was with Terrence Howard and Marvel Studios. Um, had a falling out. And that's why Don Cheadle yeah. got hired. Um, but, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, Marvel's not immune. Marvel Studios is not immune to um, actors being actors. You know, uh, once you get it in your head that you're worth a certain amount of money, you're definitely gonna make sure you get paid. So, and whether or not you think, I mean, really, is there work ah, that much my watch and I, I pinged my phone. <laughs> so, yeah, before I get on my soapbox, you know, like ah, they're uh, fight, keep Feige happy, give get get um get Charlotte their money, and yeah, I think Feige be on the most important. because yeah, it, you make Charlotte happy, you're gonna make you're gonna make Feige happy, and you're gonna and it's gonna show too that Feige is gonna fight for the talent, fight for the actors, and it's gonna make it more inviting for actors to come into a storytelling, enveloping multiple years, decades even, of storytelling and building characters and you know actors and. So we'll see from there, and 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 you know, apparently, um, we're we're not going to get any more long term uh, deals when it comes to actors, anyways. Yeah, I think we talked about that that they're going to single film, yeah. uh, which to me makes the most sense. Really, was when you look at what they what we have coming out, what's moving forward. So, 
you, you're taking a chance on movies like The Eternals and Shang-Chi and stuff like that with some new characters that people haven't really seen. So if you run these multi-movie deals and one of those movies fails, then what do you do? You've, yeah. you've just signed the Shang-Chi actor in nine films. What do you do if that movie flops? So I get it. Uh, I think it makes a lot of sense for them to do that moving forward. Uh, what else? I know there was a lot of others. So we got trailers. We got another trailer for Venom, and we got our first uh, real look at Carnage, which I thought was really, really cool. He looks great, I think, and they fixed Cletus Cassidy's hair, so he doesn't look like uh, a mad Karen from Florida anymore. Yeah, he he looks more like the like a good comic representation of Cletus Cassidy going yeah. forward. So uh, I'm looking forward to how good that movie can be and how good it will be. I I am. It's funny because we both talked about. I think you can probably go back and listen to the Venom podcast where we both were just like, okay, it's it doesn't look great, and I think we both kind of and we both watched it. I think we both watched. We rented and we watched it. And it exceeded our expectations. Why well, owned it? We went in because <laughs> we went in with super low expectations, and that's yeah. the best thing about it is that we 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 went into that movie. We weren't expecting a lot because one, it the the trailers didn't do it justice, you know. And we got a good story, got great acting from uh, Tom Hardy, who did a great job as Eddie Brock, and just yeah. Um, made it a good movie it was a good movie and i'm looking forward to the new one so yeah everything looks fun with it so uh keep it fun it's not too serious you know like it it looks like a fun like a fun movie and i'm i'm really interested to see what's going to happen when this movie does come out like how much uh because how much spider-man type stuff do we get yeah let's talk or do we get or do we get a mobius um or is is that it? Or is it Morbius? Um, Mor- is, uh, Morbius. Or Morbius. Yeah. The, uh, uh, do we get a, like a Morbius hint or teaser going forward? Um, because that's the next movie yeah. that's going to happen in that franchise and that in that Spider Verse that Sony is setting up. So. Yeah. Speaking of that, we're still without a Spider-Man trailer, and there's a lot of speculation because we're dead in the middle of Spider-Man Fan Appreciation Week, uh, August tenth is now the rumored date that we'll receive that trailer. And there's a lot of good theories behind it. Um, I guess August 10th is Peter Parker's birthday. It is the only day in the Fan Fest that doesn't have a... Look at Matt passing out. It's the only day in the Fan Fest that doesn't have anything attached to it, no big announcements or so anything. So there's an actual like Spider-Man thing going on right now? Yeah, Sony started a Spider-Man okay. Fan Fest, and that's why we got the uh, Venom trailer. That was day one of the Spider-Man Fan Fan week or whatever so we got that trailer no idea so if the if the trailer comes out next week on the 10th for spider-man that's eight days removed from the the uh venom trailer so it doesn't take away from the hype of that you get you get yeah you get to you get to ride a little high on that this is also a lot longer the 10th would also be one day ahead of what if so that would kind of piggyback off of the multiverse hype yeah, so we get um in what four? Well, today's we're recording on the seventh, but on the eleventh we're getting the first episode of Marvel's What If series. Yep. Uh, also, we would be looking at um, Venom's first trailer was released 128 days before Venom's release. This would put if the Spider-Man trailer came out on the tenth, that would be 129 days before the Venom release. So that's also a possibility there. I mean, I, I guess it's within Sony's mo because that's the time frame that they gave us Venom. 
Um, also, because there was like a long list of things that, that were spelled out on Twitter as to why this is what's happening. Uh, one of the big ones that people, that, that speculation is coming from is it's also the same week that Free Guy is coming into theaters. And if you want to get more people, more asses and seats to watch that, then adding a extended trailer for Spider-Man before that would get more people to pay to go watch that. So there's there's thoughts that that might be what's happening. Um, I'm interested to see. I saw a meme and I sent it to you, and it was basically implying, and it's I it's kind of believable at this point. It was implying that Sony didn't really have all three of the Spider-Man in this movie, and then they had to go back and reshoot because <laughs> the movie the is movie. actually the movie is actually going through extensive reshoots right now, and uh, this is all speculation anyway, but. Uh, the actress who plays Daredevil's love interest, I can't remember her name, uh, was seen in and around the shooting area with Kirsten Dunst. And then Andrew Garfield, who doesn't live in, uh, in Los Angeles, was seen around the shooting area of where the reshoots are happening. So a lot of people are, are wondering if, you know, hey, this is what we're getting back to. Are they reshooting stuff? Is it cameos? Is it uh, stingers at the end, the post credit scenes? The only thing that they have given us so far is they gave us a, a couple set photos that, with the kids looking like they are in a Harry Potter movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know exactly which ones I'm talking about with yes, the three of them yes. are huddled together looking down the hallway. Yes. Uh, and then we also got a photo of Spider-Man across the street from what looks like the Sanctum Santorum waving at Doctor Strange. So we, we got that, another confirmation again. There's so much that's been leaked out through toys and stuff like that, this movie. Like, just show us the goddamn trailer already. It, I, it makes me wonder if we're waiting for things like with Shang-Chi to pan out or something with uh, What If to introduce this. Like, are we waiting for... Because there is a Spider-Man episode of What If where he is the, the, the spider sorcerer. Yeah, I would not be surprised if, too, if they're, if they're waiting on some sort of... Um, fallout Some story from, well from so, I would be okay if they put out a trailer without a date even because they already got a date but don't put the date on the trailer just because I know like for instance there's already one movie that's been pulled from yeah. theaters and it's not a big movie but it's Clifford the Big Red Dog and they took it from the schedule because they're worried about the Delta variant like messing up theaters and they realize yeah. like this movie is probably going to get hurt by not being able to be seen in theaters um, and they are fully confident of their movie. So I would not be surprised if we probably get a little bit more delays going forward because that, of yeah. what is happening across the country. Um, and, you know, the vaccine has uh, the vaccine um, has hints to get the vaccine from some people. Um, but I, they might be waiting to see what happens. But I think it's been promising going forward with Black Widow and Fast and Furious and um, a couple other movies that have come out, you know, that have made good money in the theaters. This is going to be an off year for all movies. Um, I think even for the next year and a half, it'll probably be a little weird probably, yeah. when it comes to box office numbers. Especially, like, you know, we got a big movie like a Suicide Squad. Um, and I wish I would have gone and watched that at the theater because I would have been able to watch it in one sitting. Um, but uh, <laughs> going forward, you know, like... And this is, this is you know, we're living in a, in a kind of a special time right now where... You know, what, the privilege that we have right now being able to watch a movie that's in the theater at the same time and in the comfort of our homes, it's going to end pretty soon. Yeah. So, um, yeah, going forward, I think uh, I, I think what they're probably going to wait out, out to is maybe the possibility of 
having to delay this movie again. I think you're completely right. It's probably going to happen on his birthday, um, a day before, a day before what if? Like, why, why would you want? To, I've been wrong before, so don't bet. Why would you want to at the beginning of your festival <clears throat> show the trailer and then not have any interest, you know, or any any like um, any bait to keep people around any longer? Yeah. Um, like, to keep them like keep them, yeah, yeah. Have that be the end, and I'm fine with that. Honestly, and I had this conversation with you, is that it's like the worst conference. It's like the worst kept secret, like you know, in in in, in Hollywood or in nerd culture and geek culture and. You know, we already know who's in the movie. It, 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 it's already we've already heard so much that it's like, what are we going to expect from this trailer? Just that confirmation that everybody that we've heard is going to be in it. I guarantee we don't see any of those people in that trailer. Maybe a hint, maybe like maybe a voice, but not a face, and just some allusion to what could happen in this movie. So I'm I'm not too I'm not I'm not too. Um, uh, what's the word anxious or I'm not like, um, not anticipating. Yeah. I'm not dying to wait for the trailer to drop. It's going to be fun when it does drop. It's going to be, it's going to be good and we're going to have fun with it. So yeah, just, just be a little bit more patient people. Be patient. Please. Be patient. Patience. Give me my goddamn trailer. Now that's my patience. Uh, give me my trailer. Now give me what I want. That's not what I want. <laughs> you're gonna. That's gonna be you when you get that trailer. And you're like, that's not what I want. <laughs> I'm gonna have the whole Batista thing. Just yeah, give me what Dave I want. Batista. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty good stuff. I, I, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk some Suicide Squad? Let's talk some Suicidal Squad. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's talk this movie. Suicidal let's Squad. Talk huh? The Suicidal Squad. Um. It was a fun movie. I absolutely loved it. I goddamn. Twenty minutes in, I text messaged you and I was like, "This is my favorite movie. Like, this yeah. is just so good." Uh, I absolutely love that they have the audacity to introduce most of the big names, like, uh, and not even big names, just like names, like the big. And starting now, spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. If you haven't watched the movie, you have a. It's so easy to watch it. Um, going forward, spoiler alert: We're gonna we're talking suicide, the Suicide Squad, the new one that just came out. So, fair warning. Ready, set, go. So, yeah, they introduced like Pete Davidson's character, um, Flula Borg's character. Um, oh gosh, what's his name? Nathan Nathan Fillion's character. TDK. Yeah, TDK. They bring all these characters in, and I, even Weasel. They bring in which Weasel was um, uh, James Gunn's brother. Yeah, Sean Gunn. Yeah. Sean Gunn, who was all, who also played Calendar Man. Calendar Man, scene. Yep, yeah. Yep. Which I thought was really fucking cool that they had Calendar Man in there. Uh, but they bring in this, I mean, huge Suicide Squad. And this squad is in, in including uh, Rick Flagg and Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. And Captain Boomerang. They bring back mm-hmm. Jai Courtney and just fucking kill. And Michael Rooker. And kill them all within the first fight scene. Yeah. Everyone but Harley. <laughs> And Rick Flagg. It's like, holy shit. Like, it was yeah. it was so damn cool. And I think I, I, like, I talked about that with the boys. Like, I thought it was really cool. Like, with the boys, they had a version of the seven that were, like, or no, it wasn't with the boys. It was with um, uh, Invincible. They did oh, the Invincible, same thing. Yes, yes. They had that group uh, that were all knockoffs of superheroes. And then they slaughtered them and moved on immediately. I thought it was really cool that they did this. Like, they brought in all these big name characters who were kind of, I mean, no one in this movie was really extremely well known other than Harley and King Shark. But you brought in some 
some absurd characters and just murdered them all to focus on your main, your core group. Yeah. I thought that was really good. James Gunn, it, and then even like the title screen, like when the blood is, is in the water and it just washes out and says Warner Brothers presents, like he did some really cool shit in this movie. I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Soundtrack was amazing. I like that. They did give him a good, good, like freedom to make a, yeah. to make a cool movie. And, Which that um, was the talking point moving into this week was in a lot of interviews. They were like, yeah, they just told James Gunn do whatever the fuck you want. And he did. Yeah. And it shows and it paid off. Yeah, so we get introduced to the first team, which it comprised of um, TDK, Harley Quinn, uh, Rick The Flag, detachable kid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Jai Courtney's uh, Captain Boomerang. We get the weasel, we get Blackguard, and we get uh, Mongol. And I, there might be somebody else in there. But yeah, that's team. We find out that, oh, that's team one. <laughs> they were the diversion team. And so they back out. Like you see Amanda Waller's, you know, it like command center and it backs out and like, okay, where's team two at? And they're like met with no resistance because team one is just getting destroyed. And it is a nice bait and switch because the movie starts off with Michael Rooker, you know, and he's. Yeah. He's it's like, he's going to be your central character. Yeah. So you think he's going to, you, you think he's going to be like. Uh, a, a, a point of focus in the in the movie, and you kind of you kind of are getting that that viewpoint from him um, when everything's going down at the beginning of the movie. Um, I was super caught off when, and here we go with the spoilers, when Captain Boomerang died in the opening sequence. Oh yeah, um, that threw me completely. It's like holy I was, shit! I was like, wow, we're killing Captain Boomerang off already. Um, and it just already, and I think that was like, that was a good, that was something good to do to kind of put into you. Like anybody can die. Yeah. Anything can happen. I'm We're going to go places with this. Yeah. Did you see the interview with Jai Courtney? It was with a bunch of people and they were being asked if they could get Marvel to cross over with DC, who would they want to fight? Yeah. And they're, everyone's like, Oh, well I would want to fight Iron Man. I don't want to do this. And they get to him and his first words are fuck Marvel. <laughs> I was like, okay, all right. That's funny. Uh, Good for him. Yeah, they set the tone in the very beginning with this. Like, yeah. you knew what kind of movie you were in for. Like, my daughter was in the other room doing homework when it started. My son's watching it with us. And as soon as we got that first couple scenes, it's like, maybe you sit this one out, kid. Like, yeah. He can stay. You can't. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. You go to your room. You you watch Coco Melon. <laughs> She's not that young. What the fuck? Go watch Victorious. <laughs> Victorious. Uh, it's really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, yeah, it just took some nice uh, some twists and turns there. Um, I really love that after this point, like, I love the dynamic between John Cena and Idris Elba. Like, their banter and their back and forth was oh, it was so good. Incredible. The, the scene with them walking and um, like uh, they're killing all of that. Trying to one up each other. Yeah, they're one upping. Yeah, exactly. And so they're trying to find Rick Flag, and so they find like his beacon, or a Waller finds his beacon, tells him to go find him. This is where they're at, and like you know, take out anybody new, take out along the way. And so they take out that entire like uh, mercenary group who turn out to be the good guys. Yeah, they turn out to be the rebel group. Yeah, <laughs> they turn out to be the rebel group, and like so, they completely murdered a team. And um, yeah, I thought that was really funny. Great back and forth. Yeah, like you you mentioned it, Idris Elba and John Cena, great great uh chemistry there and i i only hope that they were you know um uh just as friendly off camera and i'm pretty sure i think everybody has oh, nothing yeah. but nice things to say about john cena so um, great great movie for john cena 
um, the show. Yeah, he did a great that, like, job. He his acting chops. We know he's funny, but it was nice to see like other people be able to see that funny side of him. I think um, he's he's got great comedic timing. Um, I think he does steal the show in this in this movie. I Absolutely. think he is well, a scene stealer. A scene stealer in this in this movie um, they did a couple things with this movie that i really liked one they pivoted the focus away from harley because mm-hmm. she gets separated from the group and she really only has her one big like 20 minute scene i thought it was good her. i thought that was really good i thought that was really smart I thought they, it was smarter than to make it not a harley coin movie and then we focused the suit like the first suicide squad is a Harley Quinn movie. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's a Harley Quinn movie. So they, they take her out of the equation, and they focus on this new squad, which is comprised of Ratcatcher 2. Um, I'm just going to call him King Shark. Yeah. It was it in Yahweh or something? Is what they Yahweh, yeah. 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 Uh, King Shark. Um, uh, Polka Dot Man. I wanted to say Calendar Man for whatever reason. Polka Dot Man, uh, Bloodsport, and John Cena's character, Peacemaker. Yeah, and so we take Peacemaker and and because um, you kind of did something like you had you had King Shark there just to be there like he was there for some comedic relief here and there not a whole lot of character growth you did get to see him find a friend and you had that journey of him like realizing he wasn't alone in the world and they, but you also had you paired off John Cena and Idris Elba the two of them kind of become your your big main action focal points like they are your main characters for the most part. Then you also have Ratcatcher 2 and Polka Dot Man, who seem like they're characters who could get murdered at any moment because they're mm-hmm. along the lines of your characters from the first, that opening team. Like, they're just kind of random characters. And you build them to be, like, you fall in love with these two characters. Like, their characters are extremely heartfelt, and you, yeah. like, you feel for them. Like, you see what they're going through. Like, you see how Polka Dot Man was abused and how he was tested on by his mother and stuff. And you get those cool scenes of him seeing everybody as his mother. Yeah. And then you get the backstory with Ratcatcher, too, with her her family and everything. And it just, it builds the two of them up to be the ones that, like, I don't know. Like, the other two, John, uh, Peacemaker and Bloodsport, ended up being, like, your total badasses to steal the scenes. But I really walked away from that, like loving Ratcatcher Two and uh, po- Polka Dot Man way more yeah. than I expected it to be. Like they were fucking awesome characters. They and 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 I don't know if you know this, but Gun James Gunn wasn't aware of this when he um, casted uh, David. I can't even say his name in Das Malchin mm-hmm. as Polka Dot Man, but he suffers from uh, vitiligo, which is the actual pigmentation where your skin loses the pigmentation. Really, I didn't so know that. So he. Um, actually, I, I, I forgot where I saw it, but he said he felt a connection to that character because as a kid growing up, he had that pigmentation in his hands and he was bullied and they actually wow. called him polka dots as a child. Really? Don did not know this at all. And of course, he auditioned for the role. Yeah. And so he was able to sort of use that abuse that's, that's that he went cool. through and literally put it on screen yeah. so it was and i grew to love poker dot man oh he was um, so good. he was so good i loved it when um uh, milton doesn't get a shout out on the main cast oh i know but <laughs> milton <laughs> just was a great. random guy that that just so happens to be part of the squad going forward and like 
everybody not knowing like wait who's milton what what, what about milton and he's he's there for like 45 minutes of the film like yeah. part of the suicide squad just this random driver um and the poor guy gets shot you know and then, and then the joke is like who are you talking about who's milton and they're like oh that guy he's still yeah. with us what is he doing here and i love that it also didn't rely like on the first suicide squad movie to like showing us like we needed the joker and batman as like Big yeah, yeah. Tell, drive part of not that story. I yeah not that I yeah yeah I did I'm glad we didn't need those flashbacks. It told a great story just of the characters they had alone, you know. Yeah. Um, Steve Agee was fucking great as the analyst working with uh, yes. Amanda Waller. I yes, loved yeah. seeing him in this movie. Uh, I don't know, man. Like I just I've already started watching it again a second time before we it's good. recorded. It's really like, good. Yeah. I really enjoyed this movie. Sylvester Stallone was fucking great as King Shark. Like he played that character really, really well. Yeah. Um, man, like I can't say enough good things. Starro was fucking great. Like I love what they did with Starro. Yeah, the like, entire Starro. Um, all all those scenes are really good. I knew I knew it was going to be weird having him in there, but they did a great job of explaining why he was there and stuff without it being too incredibly cheesy. Uh, the whole fight with Starro was great. It, I loved seeing Starro as polka dot man's mom <laughs> that yes. shit was awesome i even love the, the rescue effort with uh with harley quinn where they go through everything with their planning and she's already done she's like oh mm-hmm. fuck you want me to go back in you can do it again. Yeah. i can like, go back her stuff was great they <clears throat> they fleshed her out and the yeah. stuff that they did with her kind of reminded me a lot of what happened in the harley quinn animated series and in the harley quinn books where she's kind of like emancipating herself like she's mm-hmm. not which is funny because that was the name of the the birds of prey movie the emancipation yeah. of harley quinn uh where she's showing that she doesn't have to rely on other people that yeah. she can when she just straight up kills the the, the pre- president was, president yeah, yeah. yeah. And she just straight up murders him and has no problem with him she's like fuck you i, I told myself i wasn't going to be put in this position again and i'm not mm-hmm. and it was cool. I like to see, you know, that she was self-reliant in this. Yeah. Uh, the post-credit scenes were really good. We got to see the weasel was still alive. <laughs> he somehow survived, even though he's pronounced dead, like yeah. in the in in the in the command center. Like, and then you see no people, pulse. you see like a bird feeding on him too. At one point, the bird that he no, killed. That's um. Oh no, that's yeah. You're right. You're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. That's uh, um, Michael Rookie's character. Yeah, uh, he yeah. got his. He was the only one that uh, Savant was the only one that gets blown up, right? Because he yeah. he's swimming out. So it's just like, what do you expect the Savant to do by himself? Yeah. Like so, Savant is out. like he's just hand to hand combat. You know, like, right. I don't know what they. But we also got to see like this, like a, a real kind of like just tired of everything amanda waller like yeah she's willing to do whatever to get the job she was way more ruthless in this movie and i mean she is well who is the bad guy in this movie it's amanda amanda waller, waller. yeah same as she last is, time she is the bad guy in this movie um because they didn't need to take star you out you know like he could have just remained there they could have blasted him off back to space you know, and left them there. Yeah, she was. But, um, she was less. She didn't give a shit about what happened with Starro. She wanted them to just yeah, Starro, destroy sorry. the uh, the records that they had any involvement in it. I played like, too much Pokemon. Starro, <laughs> Starro looks exactly the same. I love Starro. Yeah. Um, did you get to see the very last post credit scene? Yes, I watched the very last. So, one. and that yeah. I had completely forgot that they were moving forward with a Peacemaker series. Yeah. On HBO. Well, the uh, Peacemaker Max, series that is going to be a prequel. Is it a prequel? Um, yeah, it's supposed to be like the events leading up to it, but 
he's still going to be around. I so wonder, though. I think, I think if... the best part about that is them using Peacemaker going forward. Like, um, maybe, I kind of... maybe, maybe it's a back and forth. Maybe it's like a prequel, but he's post the Suicide Squad movie. Maybe. You know? I kind of wonder if that was a red herring, though, to get us to believe, you know, that he got killed and then see that that stinger at the mm-hmm. end and not know that, you know, he John Cena for sure. That, that Maybe they didn't want to signal that he was for sure moving forward, the character was moving forward. Yeah. Because it really felt like a setup for the series, especially seeing that the two agents, Steve Agee and then the female, I can't remember her name, they were, uh, they were tagged or tasked with, like, watching over him, being his yeah. analysts. So, like, you see that that's probably going to be the dynamic moving forward is John Cena's character with the two of them. So, I, I kind of hope that, I mean, a prequel would be cool. I, I hope if it is a prequel, it's like you said, like, there's some flashback or something. Like, there's some mm-hmm. bouncing back and forth between previous and current time. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, we lose Rick Flag also in the process. Yeah, man. That was, was kind of the, the big, that was I couldn't big believe loss, they yeah. went there. Yeah, so they took out Rick Flag. Um, super surprising there. Um, really good fight scene. And uh, kind of too, like, yeah, John C- uh, Peacemaker is willing to do anything to literally keep the peace. You know? Yeah, and, that, I mean, he told everybody that's what it was, and then he lived up to it. So, it was, I mean, it gives some nice depth to not only um, to uh, John Cena's character, but the Peacemaker character altogether. And going forward maybe like I, I i really hope like Idris elba stays on as blood sport you know going forward and i think the best part that i loved about uh, uh sorry a uh, dead shot not blood sport um about that shot was um that he uh was sort of just like like he's old dead shot or not dead shot again all the characters mess- he is blood sport blood sport okay yeah. Yeah, i'm getting it all mixed up um but Idris elba is just like old the entire time like he's like not too superhuman. No, he's Bloodsport. That's his character. Is Bloodsport. Yeah, Bloodsport. Yeah. You and keep saying so Deadshot, just, goddammit, yeah, which is Will sorry. Smith. Yeah, and then and then the other. Who's the other assassin that wears a mask? Right. Joe Manganiello's character. Deathstroke. That one. Deathstroke. Yeah, I'm gonna get these all mixed up going forward. Um, but I think what the fun, like the cool thing about Idris Elba is just like he's like aged. You know, yeah. like there's that scene where he's just like he, he seems shot shit. his like he shot his grappling hook into the building. And he can't do like some crazy gymnastics thing to like pull him out of it. He just feels it like, like falling out of the building, and he's just like, "Oh, this is gonna suck." Yeah. And he lands, and he literally just rides the building the entire down, just beating, beating the crap. Um, I, I I like that the uh, character. His gadgets is, were great. Yeah, yeah, I love the the building of the gun. Yeah, that he does when they're when they're starting to shoot a uh, Starro or whatever it's called. Um, the giant starfish, but um, that was cool when he put all his like mod- like his modular gun together. That was that was pretty awesome. So I really enjoyed. It. I really and I really hope they keep him around going forward as a character because I think they can do a lot more with. He them. did a great whether, job. Whether or not it's a um, another another Suicide Squad movie or his own movie altogether, uh, I I really hope they they do keep him around. So uh, James Gunn killed it, man. He uh, he totally he totally. Um, put his touch on it and um we did get our we, we got a couple of our guardians um cameos in the movie oh, yeah we have our with our um with our michael rooker and then also uh palm palm clementif she played a dancer 
Yeah. I don't know if you spotted her, but yeah, uh, she was in there. Mantis Stallone, Stallone was Stallone. He is a guardian. Yeah. He is one of the technically one of the original guardians, and maybe we see him in Guardians Three because I felt like we're supposed to get the Ravagers or uh, the original Ravagers group of, of uh, yeah, yeah, of guardians. Yeah. So going forward, we'll see what happens. Really enjoy the movie. Um, you've heard our opinions on the movie, but what is Randy Macho Man's opinions on the movie? <laughs> <laughs> you put me on the spot. We were supposed to be doing this the entire time, and we have not. So uh, let me summon. Let me summon the Macho Man. And uh, yeah, I'm get, I'm gonna bust out the WWF Ouija board. Spell out Savage's you know, there was name. Probably one, right? Spell out, spell out Savage's name, and summon him, yeah, Mister Savage. Let me tell you, yeah, let me tell you something. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. Man, you should have. If I was alive, I would have been Drax. Yeah, big muscle-bound old guy. Yeah, could have had it out with Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, not a fan of Sylvester Stallone. Took away thunder from me. Thunder in paradise. Yeah, hate that Hulk. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Yeah, be a man, Hulk. Yeah. Uh, you know, what do you think? What do you think of uh, John Cena's uh, work in the movie? Yeah, don't Coming interrupt forward. me, man. I'm talking about <laughs> the cream of the crop. Don't you ever interrupt me. King of the crop. Yeah, John Cena. Yeah, John Cena. Why did I never get movies? Yeah, I was always Hulk Hogan in his movies. Never the Macho Man. Just me and Spider Man. Yeah, got you for three minutes. Yeah, John Cena got his three minutes of fame. Yes. You were in Baywatch. It all comes back together. Yeah, Baywatch running down the beach watching uh, watching those boobies bounce. Yeah, I loved it. (laughs) Loved every minute of it. Yeah. You macho so hard, you froze on my Zoom. Yeah. Um, the energy that I bring. I think your Zoom just froze all together because I'm looking my at my Zoom it. did just freeze. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Macho I can man. hear you just fine, macho. Um, hey, macho, with the, what do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen with uh, the Spider Verse? Are you going to be part yeah, of that? No, nothing means nothing. Let me tell you, yeah. I'm going to be in the Spider Verse. Yeah. I'm always alive. I was there. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Macho Man. I want to thank Toby you very Maguire. much. Toby McGuire. Yeah, man. Three minutes in the ring. I had him. Yeah. He had nothing. I got him. That's awesome. Macho, I want to thank you for coming on the show. It's been a long time since we heard from you, and I uh, appreciate all the work that you've done I in your career. You. Yeah, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for being part of the podcast, Macho. I really appreciate it. Can you, uh, can you, can you exit Jeremy's body and... Uh, and let him be yeah, free. I'm here yeah. for the remainder. Yeah, I'm taking over. Taking yeah, well, over. if you know any tech, if you know any tech support, help uh, help Jeremy out there with this with this camera. Yeah, not I good think. with tech support. Not that good at all. I'm you might have to just not a pencil neck geek. Let me tell you. Use Jeremy's body. Just have him press the power button on that camera and see if it comes back on. That's yeah, probably he pressed it already. He didn't do anything. Yeah, he's stuck <laughs> as it is. <laughs> I think Jeremy's done. Um, so that was our thoughts on um, on uh, on the Suicide, Suicide Squad. Definitely, definitely positive reviews from our side. I did put out a poll on our uh, Instagram, and let's see what people thought. We had a couple of views, and overwhelmingly, everybody enjoyed it. Um, I wouldn't give it a perfect ten out of ten. I think, if anything, I probably give it like a uh, a B, a solid B plus movie. Uh, really good. I, really I don't know. I thought it was an A. Maybe not a ten. I'd give it like an I don't, eight, I, like an eight be, and a half or a nine. I yeah, I'm gonna be super like cautious going forward about giving movies A's. You um, know, though, I, the one thing and the one kind of complaint I would I would levy to this movie is the the stuff with Bloodshot. 
or Bloodsport and his. See, you got me fucking it up. I screwed um, everybody up. And the thing Mark with Bloodsport and, and his daughter felt Bloodsport. way too similar to the things that they did. Yes, with yeah, Deadshot it, and his it, daughter. that was too much of. Yeah, that's what I didn't like about it, which was sort of a rehash. Um, not that, not that Waller um, said that she was going to send Will Smith's kid to prison. But good lord, like that's what I'm, you know. Going back to where we we're saying, like Waller's legit prepared to do anything it takes going forward. You know, get the job done, and um, yeah, I I think they they did change it up just a little bit. I think I would have took that out. Um, and just left it. I love that all the characters that you said you previously said, like they've all seen some stuff go down, and um, yeah, like a lot of them that are part of the Suicide Squad, you know, and. They don't like being called the Suicide Squad anymore. Now it's Task Force X. Task Force uh, X. They don't like that name. But, uh, yeah, it's really good. I hope they... Uh, we know we got one more Guardians movie left in James Gunn's tank. We'll see him going forward if he uh, if he decides to stick around in DC and make some movies with DC where I think you have a little bit more freedom uh, to do your own sort of story now, which I think is kind of interesting going now. Is just like... You can go to DC, you can, or you can go to Warner Brothers and do a DC movie, and you can kind of have a little bit more fun with it if you're not using like a main mainstream character. Um, you only have your, you have a Deadpool in in Marvel, and you're kind of stuck with him being like the one rated R character that you can use. Um, now you have. I hope Blade ends up bringing her. Yeah, I, I, I would. Didn't one of the Blade wasn't one of the Blade movies like PG thirteen? It was just probably like. It's probably the Triple H one. Was it Trinity? Uh, what was it called? Um, Trinity. Trinity. Maybe I don't remember. We watched them all, but I don't um, remember. I've erased them from my memory. Yeah. So, uh, I just yeah. Going forward, we'll see what happens. But I think well, James Gunn is going to be done with Marvel after this next one, and then hopefully he sticks around in DC and um, makes some more does Suicide Task Force X or even the Suicide Squad movies. And maybe it doesn't even have to be another Suicide Squad movie. Maybe it could just be some characters from this. What if he did a, ba- a Peacemaker series movie? Oh, fuck, that'd be great. I know we're going to get the series, um, and whenever we do get that, that's super awesome for John Cena. It's super cool to, like, see him, like, just really transition and do an awesome role like that. And I saw an article where he's, like, he's, back in he's considering this to be his second chance in Hollywood. And he was saying that he fucked up the first chance, and he's like really appreciative that he's getting a second chance. That yeah, you know the stuff he did in that movie Sisters was it Sisters? Is that the name of it? Where he played the drug dealer? Oh shoot! Yeah, yeah, yeah. with uh, Tina Fey and Amy Fuller. Yeah, yeah, the stuff that he did in that movie, and then like Trainwreck and stuff like that. He's like, yeah, I kind of squandered my first attempt to Hollywood. He's like, and now I'm here, and I'm trying to make the best of it. Yeah, he was also in Blockers, and I never watched Blockers, but I heard it's, I heard he's pretty funny. I think I watched it. It was um, all right. Yeah, so going forward, I think he, he should be. I mean, John Cena should be like a, he should be a superhero in some movies going forward. You know, like, and I didn't watch um, I didn't watch Fast and Furious or Fast Nine or whatever it's called. Good, but um, good. Uh, Be glad you didn't. <laughs> but I, how did he do in that one? Uh, bad, bad. <laughs> but that's not his fault. It was the direction. Like they had well, him just playing a fucking quiet like stalking yeah. character like they didn't let him be him and that's i think where this movie shines is they just let him loose yeah well i think we've all determined that fast nine is sort of just a placeholder like a filler movie to to get to 10 and 11 so that i can round out the series and like you know how excited i was to watch that movie and it just sucked 
Yeah. Like I think I, the, I, think I have no momentum to watch them. I think about ruin that movie and hurt also Black Widow was just that long wait the delay. anticipation. That delay just hurt the movie. With, I with enjoyed Suicide Black Squad, Widow more, with, though. With Suicide Squad, it was different because it literally came out when they said it was going to come out. Yep. You know, they maybe delayed it a little bit, but it wasn't like a year or half a year. Later into the year is all yeah, they did. Yeah, exactly. So uh, overall, great, great thoughts about the Suicide Squad. So awesome stuff. Uh, since Jeremy's having technical issues, we're not going to drag this out any longer. Um, so, uh, Jeremy, where can everybody find you at? Hey, you can find, first of all, you can find us. If you're not watching us right now on Twitch, you can find us on Twitch. You can watch us do this. <laughs> you can watch us. If you're not listening, Jeremy is just about? Jeremy is just a J on the screen right now. I know. You're just, just I think I think you're a little flustered. Just you know. No, I'm good. Uh, if you're not watching us on Twitch, you can find us as we record the show on Twitch, doing it live. You can watch us at twitch.tv slash gofogaming. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at, at jvader82. Matt, yeah. where are you yeah. at? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, Mateo83. Find me on TikTok, I think, also Mateo83. Um, if you guys play Pokemon Go, hit me up. I'll add you on there and send you gifts daily. I am literally on that game almost 24-7. I am full-blown into Pokemon. Um, oh, you're, are you playing po uh, Pokemon Unite? We are playing Pokemon Unite on the Nintendo Switch. Um, I'm really enjoying that game way more than I should. Yeah, it, that's a good game. I mean, we keep talking about it over and over. Um, before we leave, just want to say, hey, guys, if you want to get the vaccine, go get it. Um, help us all out. We're at 70% in the nation, and probably probably get to, like, 75 before it taps out because we still have all those people who believe in what they believe. But uh, help everybody out. Let's help get everything back to normal. We don't want to be like Australia and Japan who have to go back in the lockdowns. I would hope to not return to that world again because we have that opportunity to go ahead and get it. So let's not squander our opportunities. Um, that's me stepping off my soapbox. So yeah, get, go get your vaccine. And on that note, later, geeks. Oh, oh man, I should have thanked everybody. <laughs>the geek out freak out podcast is produced and edited by matt salgado and jeremy holman special shout out to rock my bit for the theme song